live in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. stinks tonight it's time for the happy hour at mutiny radio the happiest of hours of stand-up comedy we are inside we have masks on that's exciting there are mic condoms at the front there are plastic bags you can use a plastic bag of shame unless you brought your own condom or your own mic because you are a smart comedian that's figured out that you bring your own mic uh, but mic condoms are great also and sometimes you can use the plastic bag of shame uh, we use Four, we're gonna do four minute sets. You'll hear the light. It's that horn. That means you got a minute. And then you can, if you're a new comic, you can learn what a minute feels like. Yay! We're all about learning and having fun and being funny and all that kind of stuff. Uh, before our first comedian comes up, I'm just gonna run a new joke by everybody. Uh, I went to the dentist this week. You guys like the dentist? Who likes the dentist? You like that? You don't like the dentist? You hate the dentist? So I realized that I really like the dentist because I learn life lessons every time I go. And this week I learned that I can keep my mouth open for a long time without complaining. <laughs> I also learned that I can take a lot more pain than I thought I could. Uh, I also learned that I really enjoy a man's fingers in my mouth. So <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know if you know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair, you know, so that you can come in the chair during the <laughs> dental exam. Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've learned a lot this week, and thank you, Dr. Kyle. All right, your first comedian of the night. He's a hilarious guy. Uh, he is part of Team Mutiny. Put your hands together for Gary Hughes. All right, thank you, Pam. Team Mutiny just put me in the gang without my permission. Just drop me in. No consent. What's up with this Hanukkah-ass election? Seven days. It's taking a long-ass time. I can't wait for it to be over. The anticipation is killing me. At this point, I'm like, look, rock, paper, scissors, best two out of three. 
they got they got arthritis in their hands. They can't really do right. They so there's <laughs> there's so much of like fans of Knicks and they just putting up scissors. They're like, yeah, scissors. Uh, this election is interesting. Uh, I'm supposed to in like two weeks. I'm supposed to drive to Baltimore uh, to the through the South with my girlfriend. My girlfriend's white, right? And I told people this, and they were like, right away, they were like, yo, after election, like through the South, you better get a green book. And do you, does anyone know what a green book is? Right? I'm gonna explain it for the radio audiences. A green book. It's like a book that was uh, made during like the Jim Crow era, right? F- to make sure black people could travel through the South safely. Like, okay, this is a sundown town. Uh, this restaurant got you. Um, this hotel accepts you, you know, stuff like that. But I'm realistic, right? It's 2020, so I got to get a green audio book. Um, you know, like, hi, I'm a generic old black man. I'm going to make sure you get through the South safely. So right here on Highway 10 on Cars Bad, Texas, uh, don't you stop at that Denny's. Don't stop at that Denny's. They don't, they don't cook their pancakes all the way. They do not cook their pancakes all the way. And uh, Alabama's coming. I advise you to drive around Alabama. <laughs> Thank you, old black man. It's going to be fun. I like people that, <laughs> people that read audio, that, they, they don't read audio books, but they listen to audio books and they say they read the book. And it's so hard for me. I tried to listen to an audio book by Toni Morrison. Uh, she's a legend. Uh, God rest her soul. It's a book called Beloved. And it's in her voice. And I listened to it. I put the first, it was 10 discs, right? And I put the first disc. It has like 10 tracks on it. And I was doing something, right? And uh, at like five minutes, I was like, what the, what the fuck is she talking about? I, I, I wasn't listening. I had to start that shit back over. I was like, I can't do audio books. It's not for me. So no audiobooks for me, basically, what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to talk about my mother somehow. I forgot how. <laughs> I was supposed to talk, I don't know how. I'm going to switch to it, though. Um, my mother, I, uh, she was very notorious to me for her judgment in men. Uh, growing up, all her guys liked to watch porn and stuff. Right? She had one, so my mother worked graveyard at the post office. And so she'd be gone. And uh, I knew her boyfriend was watching porn because I could, you know, as a kid, you sleep with your door open and you just see the reflection of the TV. But sometimes you would hear sound, right? But at nighttime, it'd be reflection with no sound. And I suspect that he was watching porn. It was like Bugs Bunny. I try to like walk over, creep around the wall. He'd stick his head out at the same time. He'd be like, take your ass to bed. And I'd be like, all right, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he even tried to trick me. He even tricked me. He'd come in my room. He'd be like, hey, Gary, you up? I act like I'm asleep. Gary, Gary, you up? I was about to order a pizza. I'm up. Take your ass to bed. I was like, why are you trying to trick me, bro? What's up? What's this about? And then years later in high school, my mother had another boyfriend. I don't know why they all like to watch porn. I grew up in nothing but apartments, right? They all like to watch porn in the living room. If you know anything about apartments, as soon as you open the door, that's the living room. Right? All right, thank you. And uh, I was doing the VCR days, so every time I would come in, it'd be a blue screen, like they're changing the discs, or changing the, uh, <laughs> changing the movie, and I'd be like, why are they always changing the movie when I walk in? So I suspected he was watching porn, so I came up to the door, hella quiet, put my key in the hole, hella slow. Bam! Bust in, I caught his ass, and he acted like he was asleep with the porn going on, right? And I was like, bro, only person that sleep watching porn is the person that edits it. Ain't nobody else sleeping watching porn, dog. What you trying to do? Like, I just, I was so confused. Like, how you, like, that's my white noise. Now I put porn on. I know you do rainfalls and shit. I like to put porn on, get a good night of rest before I go to work. All right, my name is Gary Hughes. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah.
everyone. Porn aficionado. Uh, I have a question about porn. Maybe y'all can answer it for me. Are the women in porn real stepmoms or just really good actresses? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. Uh, your next comedian, he might be able to tell you. Put your hands together for Hunter Uniac. I brought my own mic condom because it's bigger. Pam, I got an answer for you. The women in uh, real porn aren't stepmoms. They're just my mom. That's crazy. Gary, you met my mom too. You think she's cool. That's weird. Gary, got a question for you. Like, you talk really black. Is Are you just, like, compensating for the fact that your name's fucking Gary? Oh. All right, that's... For the audience, people listening in, like, online, that was funny. The audience laughed. Don't peg me as a racist. <laughs> Too, late. <laughs> Too late? Fuck you, man. You're where... You're... All right. That's a great way to start off my set. <laughs> All right, guys. This, is, this election's gotten weird. Anybody else having a panic attack just going slow... Even keel throughout this entire thing. It's fucking horrible, dude. Like, actually, uh, you guys vote? Fuck yeah, you guys voted, right? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I voted. Um, little fun law about California state law. You're allowed two hours paid break from work to go and vote. You are. I work two jobs. I told my first job, hey, I, got two, I need to take two hours off the end of my shift to go and vote. Then as soon as I left my first job, I called up my second job. I was like, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Yeah, neither job knew about the other job, but both jobs definitely didn't know I mailed my ballot in 10 days ago. Yeah. Fuck yes. I love that, dude. Democracy in action makes me inactive as a person. It's great. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? <laughs> yeah? Cool. Cool. I, um, yeah, dude, usually I riff, but there's, do you say I'm whack? Oh, Okay. Okay. I'm trying to find somebody to have problems with so I can yell at them, Pam. Stop solving problems. Are you such a great fucking person? You know, I'm going to talk shit about Pam. I went over to Pam's place day before Halloween. She got blacked out drunk. She did. I'm sorry she was acting like Pam. You know what? I invited my friend over. I've never seen, like, I've invited my friend over. My friend's a very attractive Asian man. All right? I've never seen a woman so politely sexually harass a man in my life. Like, all she was doing was like, would you like some whiskey? You're the most attractive man in the world. She was, like, reverse negging this guy. <laughs> it was delightful. Like, it made me feel jealous. Not because, like, I want to fuck Pam. Because I want to fuck Pam. But just because it's like, I've never seen a woman do that. You know what I mean? Guys don't have that in their playbook. That's called simping and we look like pussies. But when Pam does it and does the split, say, like, I look like I, I was ran. Uh, she was dressed up as a, a Girl Scout who got ran over. All right, by a car. And my buddy is like, he's a huge car guy. All right? So that was like his fucking highest fantasy. He's like, you know, a girl and girl show, whatever you guys. And it's like, I can run you over with my car? Oh my God, yes. Like, he, dude, I saw his boner. He was Asian, so he didn't see his boner. But I saw his fucking boner. It was amazing. It was. He was texting me the entire time saying, like, dude, like, he's 20. All right? Yeah. So, like, he, he's not 20, Pam. I'm just making you feel bad. He's actually 27. You know, Pam, you fucking saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, you're older than a cougar. You weird bitch. I don't know. <laughs> We're going off trails here. I think it's the first time anybody's, like, said something too fucked up for Mutiny Radio, and the host is automatically like, oh, fuck you, get off the stage. It was three minutes? Yeah, that's what Gordon's going to show you. 
I don't know. This is a train wreck. We're having fun. I'm great. I'm great. See, I needed that. See, that's what I was talking about. Pam did it to my friend. I need somebody to do that to me. Everybody say I'm great. No, Pam, you're the last person I want you to say it to. Everybody say I'm great. Say you love me. I'm going to go home and jerk off now. That's my time. I remember those guys brought over um, Bud Light, um, whatever it was. It was like um, Bud Light seltzers. And um, they came over, and um, I remember I was, like, all fucked up, and I was, like, wearing my bathrobe. And it was super, super fun. We had a really good time. And um, and it was it was fine. Nobody – I'm not – I try not to be too untoward to any of my guests. I wasn't – I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make out with anybody. Nobody spit in my mouth during COVID, you guys. Like, I'm super clean. It's fine. It's like, don't worry. I'm not a vector. Uh, your next comedian, he's not a vector either. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's been looking, he's been looking for someone to spit in his mouth, if you know what I mean. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sexually harass you. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible host. That's okay. I'd like to say I'm used to it. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Brady. I'm so glad to be here tonight. Um, so about this election, I'm, I don't know, man, like, I'm, for those in the audience, you know, you can't see me, but I look beautiful. But, um, I'm wearing this amazing jacket called, um, I don't know, something like assimilationist or something, and then Native American, and I just, and this is true, though, I just got to talk about it, I mean, so CNN just said that there were black people, white voters, Asian voters, other kind, other, oh, what, what do they say they are, um, something else. So now we have Native Americans all over the country going, yes, I am something else, and I guess they are for now. Um, yeah, I, Pam, I am so fucking horny right now. I would suck a snorkel for oxygen. I mean, right? I mean, aren't we all feeling that way a little bit? You know, I go, I've been so depressed, and, you know, it's been an interesting discovery for me. I found out today that I have OCD, so now they're going to give me Z-O-L-O-F-T. Right? I mean, and this is what we need to live in the USA today, I guess. But yeah, and I feel so much division going on in the world. Um, so as I've been going to my some alternate fantasies, one is um, if I had a job, that would be really great. And I'd like to be a um, marketing professional. Right? And I think I can use my superpowers to heal the world through my um, collection of fragrances for the American condition called the American Collection. The first one is called White Woman. <laughs> and you have to say it that way. You gotta go. White Woman. And the tagline is always in front. We're gonna have pictures of her in the front of the line at Starbucks and she'll be arguing fastidiously with the manager at Costco. The second is for the gentleman in the audience, like Hunter, 
Yeah, it's called um, Entitled. <laughs> the tagline is, it's how you feel. Yeah, a little um, musk, a little patchouli, and a lot of white fragility. And the last fragrance, um, it's really special. It's made, the box will be made from repurposed denim from homeless people and internment camp prisoners. It's called Unwashed. It's for the rest of us. And their pictures are going to be kind of like really sexy with, um, you know, I don't know, maybe some pepper spray to the face of protesters or a Bible in front of um, a church. Anyway, and um, yeah, I've been kind of depressed. So I, then I think about um, an alternate fantasy I have of when I was 16 and I really wanted to go to this, to this camp, uh, this queer camp where the boys are cute, the counselors are cuter. We play with balls all the time on the beach. Big bats and slide into home a lot. Showers take a long time, a really long time. And I'd like to, um, we, and every night we would go to the dining, to the mess hall, you know, and um, we would sing the camp, put it in me theme song. This is from Camp Put a Tin Me in lovely Lake Put a Tin Me, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me, I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day, every day. And those are my fantasies, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. I'm Brady. And if you didn't like me, I'm Hunter. Thank you. Yay, Brady! Brady Pearson, for those that are following along on Facebook, that was amazing. Uh, and that was a solid five, baby doll. I didn't honk you till four because you were on such a roll. I just didn't want to honk you because you were killing it. So yay, everybody clap for Brady, yay. All right, you got to really clap hard for your next comedian. This is the first time she's ever done comedy. Yes, and she's the only other girl in the room and she still feels comfortable, which is really, really great. So I'm super happy that you're here. <laughs> Um, not because I'm worried or anything, but just because I'm happy that you're here. Because you're a lady, and I'm really excited to hear your new jokes and that you're here. Yes, you've got, yes, she's putting on that condom right now. Everybody put your hands together for Christina! Nice. Nice. So I'm Christina. Oh. This is not only my first time doing comedy, but it's actually my first time kind of sort of holding a mic. So there's that. <laughs> I hope I'm doing it right. Um, so this has been a weird year. I'm sure it has for everybody. Um, it was absolutely the weirdest year possible to have this life-changing experience I had. I recently literally lost over 100 pounds. Wow. Literally, true story. And it sucks because I lost it for a wedding that never happened. Oh. <laughs> 
thank you, COVID. I actually got into the wedding dress that was all ready to go, and then God's like, no, sorry, you're getting married in a backyard. <laughs> I mean, but I really wanted to show it off, which also sucked. I'm all like, look at me, look at me, and people are like, people are fucking dying. Nobody's looking at you. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not great. I do get some comments, though. I, I do get some. Um, some people, you know, like to tell me, like, oh, I've noticed you lost weight. But, again, the worst time to lose weight. Uh, there's this body positivity wave that's here that was not there when I was fat. <laughs> like, not there at all. And so when people notice it, they like to say, like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. But you were beautiful before. And I'm like, well, you didn't say that before. <laughs> when I, <laughs> but now, so, yeah, fuck you for not telling me that when I really needed it. I really needed to hear that. So I lost my virginity in front of you guys tonight. That's all I had. Oh. And I guess it's, it's time to take off the mic condom. Really appropriate. Oh, that noise. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Everybody, Christina. You can put it in that bag right there, the bag that's against the wall. If you want to recycle the, if you want to recycle the bag, you can put it in the bag against the wall because I use them for pot treats later. You just put it in the bag. Christina, that was amazing. You did a hot two. You did a hot two. No, you did. That was amazing. Seriously, you did a hot two, and you had so many punchlines. You had like seven punchlines in two minutes. That is great. That is fucking amazing. Josh, you're not up next. I'm sorry. No, we're going to go with the other people because you're on the actual show. I still want to suck Christina's dick for a second. Like, seriously, that was really, really, that was really, really great, and I'm super impressed. And you seriously had a lot of punchlines and the whole thing about losing the 100 pounds and then you can riff on that and talk to people about it. And uh, you, uh, it, a great job. And you're so personable up there. Like you really, you have, a, like you looked so comfortable and that was really great job. Everybody clap again. <laughs> Christina, Christina. It really was really good. Did Julian leave? Did the Julian guy leave? He was the guy who was a little bit afraid of being inside with the, okay. So Julian's gone. So um, our next comedian, sometimes he goes by the name Willie Walnuts because his name is Mac Noye. He's not here. Peter, you want to go up? Sure. Everybody, Peter. Oh, okay. Mac, Mac Noye, you are next, but you don't have to be next if you do not want. We can have Peter argue it. If it's a problem for you, I'm doing my French accent. All right. So uh, we're going to have right now a very funny man. Put your hands together for Peter Stuckmeyer. Defend yourself. I don't know why I thought I'd come here and be original with election material, but here we go. <laughs> Fifth sets the charm. Um, is anyone else sick of the election? Yeah, you know what I'm not sick of though? The erection. And I think that's how we should decide who wins this race. Who's here with me on that one? Like Biden and Trump just need to have a sword fight to see who can get long and hard enough to get to the middle of the electoral college diagram first and you get to be the president. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that's why the winner will be Kanye West. That's why he'll win the presidency. What? Oh, we just have a pro Kanye West crowd out there. All right. Um, and yeah, in that situation, like Nevada's definitely not last. You know what I mean? Like those whores are getting you over the line quickly to get to that point. Um, yeah, my big takeaway from this election is like, do people live in Nevada? Like, okay, but like, I don't know. I just thought it was like strip clubs and casinos. Like, are we waiting on the votes or are we waiting on the people to live there to cast the votes? <laughs> All right. I don't think we have that many Nevada conspiracy theorists here in the room. Whatever. There's only 49 states. Nevada's not one of them. Kanye West dong for president. Okay. Um, as many of you know, I work in tech. And if you didn't know that, you could probably tell by my super punchable face. <laughs> and one of the things you have to do when you work at like a big company is you have to network, okay? Like you have to set up coffee chats with people. It's like this whole fake thing, but it's all just so that you can get ahead, all right? And this coworker recommended I reach out to this guy, learn more about his team. So I looked him up on the database, sent him an email, and as soon as I sent this email, I was like, how do I know that face? And then it dawned on me, I know him from the gay stuff. Yes, I've been back in San Francisco two months and already I have run out of men. <laughs> I am doing victory laps at this point because apparently I'm just like the office whore. <laughs> Pam loves my twerking. That's why she's trying to build me up. Um, but no, yeah, so back to me being a whore. Um, like, the worst part was not only did I not remember the gay stuff, I didn't remember how from the gay stuff I knew him. I was like, did we date? Did we hook up? Did I just aggressively, incessantly hit on him on a dating app because I was drunk and could not take a hint to no reply? Because that would be the worst one, right? Like, at least if he had slobbed on my knob, like corn on the cob, then I could have been like, okay, it was mutual, like, great for my ego, not great for my image, because I started this email with, hi, nice to meet you, my name is Peter, got your contact info from so-and-so. Yes, networking is all about just trying to get ahead. And I'm leaving you there with that dad joke. Thank you. I see what you did there, Peter Zuckmeyer. I see what you did there. That was rad. You're a king. Yay, Peter. Yay. Uh, your next comedian. Now it's time for Willie Walnuts. Put your hands together, everybody, for Mark Noyer. Check it out. 700-pound monster truck driver mama. Tiger things and hate. Please baby. use a mic condom. Please use a plastic bag. Okay. Thank you. All right. Normally with things this large, I don't use condoms. Did that sound, did that sound good? Just making sure the audio quality is good. 
have an erection. Can't see it though. It's my white privilege. Gary Hughes and I made eye contact. Asserting dominance. N no material. It's that psilocybin. It's like psilocybin, but it's silly. <laughs> Fuck science. I don't like science. Science gave us meth. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Is that a rough way to start? I don't, fuck science. I don't like it. It's not because I support Trump. It's because fuck science. Bad. Nature gave us shrooms. <laughs> science gave us crank. Okay? We're on the same page. They're trying to recreate the Big Bang. What the fuck? It's like a scab. They just can't stop fucking with it. We already have creation. Why are we trying to... What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you want to recreate the Big Bang on... Earth, it's great. Let's just create a big old black hole right here in the, just fuck it all, you know? Science, God bless, God, God bless it. Say that a lot, I say God bless because I'm tired of God damning everything. It's good, so good. Yeah, fuck science, that's a new bit I'm working on. Um, I'm staying in the pocket, both my, hand, both my hands are in my pockets because I don't, in the back pockets, because you don't I don't want you to know if I'm scratching my ass or if I'm just playing with my keys. I uh, hate this bag because I want to hold this fucking microphone. Oh. So you guys ever eat so many chips that all you can taste is the pain? I found scientifically, you're sp when you're when you're done eating Pringles, is when your hand no longer fits inside of the container. <laughs> it's very similar to fisting me. <laughs> you know, I don't really like sexual orientation uh, at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Maybe it's just I'm. Maybe I'm just ignorant. You know, I break down the term sexual. Often, identity, Mark Neuer. <laughs> I'm like, no, we mean like your sexual orientation. Oh, sometimes vertical, occasionally horizontal. <laughs> Diagonal if we're getting freaky, you know? <laughs> Who knows? I'm a wild card. Thanks, Pam. <clears throat> you guys ever see these limes, the scoots, the little scooters, the <laughs> ding, ding? You see these? They're awesome, so much fun. They only go 15 miles an hour. But sometimes it goes 16 miles an hour. <laughs> it's like breaking the law, breaking the law, you know? It's so much fun. Oh my God, I get a shotgun out of nowhere for no reason, just. Yeah. <laughs> Dad! Okay, uh, my name is Mark Neuer. Make it love for Pam Benjamin. Put that plastic bag in the um, white plastic bag, unless you want to keep it. I like to recycle them and use them for pot treats later. Oh, good. Yeah, good. I know. Good. It's because you only use the outside, not the inside. The inside is still clean. Come on. Well, but the, nobody's touched the mic. And then they dry out and everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. 
Uh, your next comedian, I'm excited that he's here. Put your hands together for Vishal Call. Yay! some new stuff so um i overthink things you know i like being good at things which makes sex really tough for me because like how do i know if i'm good right but it's like do i ask the chick but it's like from the gender that brought you fake orgasms <laughs> comes lying to spare your feelings starring all my exes now now nah, man i want to have like a threesome but like the third person is just there to watch and give me notes. <laughs> I need a fucking coach. Literally, I need a fucking coach. You know, I'm just in there like, all right, dude, uh, can I get a form check? He's like, give me three sets of 10, bro. I'm like, one, two, I can't do this. He's like, well, you know what? Her ex Brian could. You wanna be better than Brian? Get that pump on, get those juices flowing, bro. Yeah, the chick's just there like, why is Bill Belichick here? I feel unsafe. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna start making sex tapes and I'm gonna review them with Bill as game tapes. <laughs> you know, he's just like, all right, uh, Vishal, what happened over here? I'm just like, well, Bill, you know, uh, I, I lost my energy. You know, I was trying to get through the pocket, but it was really tight. I uh, ran out of stamina. You know, I was only, I could only stay in there for a few seconds. He's like, all right, you know what? We're gonna start, we're gonna start working you with heavier weights. Uh, so meet Sheila, she's your new training partner. She has double Ds. She's got junk in the trunk. Uh, and we're going to work you up to a new PR of 45 seconds. I'm like, thanks, coach. I thought that part was really funny, but I got to, I would sign up for a group class. You know, I'd sign up for a group class. I get there, you know, it's, it's on Saturday mornings. I get there. I'm just like, why is it just a bunch of creepy dudes? The teacher's just like, do you think a woman would actually sign up for this? Now take your pants off, man. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it makes me really mad whenever I hear dudes that are like, I'm the best at sex. Like, that's so annoying. It's like, oh, yeah, prove it. Drop and give me 50 hip thrusts, bro. <laughs> Let me see your technique. Here, fuck this peach. Let me see how long you last. Let's do a kegel contest, homie. I feel like the only way to settle this is, uh, like, if, we, if I start the fucking Olympics. I need the fucking Olympics, which, from what I hear about the Olympic Village, might just be the regular Olympics. Um, the fucking Olympics would be the only way I could prove I'm better than Brian. Um, yeah, the fucking Olympics will be in the same place every year in Bangkok. I'd be wearing, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, you know, I'd just be so excited to wear that beautiful banner, you know, have those beautiful six Olympic cock rings on my jersey. <laughs> you know, just so stoked to win first place, you know, just be kissing that beautiful magnum gold. Uh... Yeah, I, I, these are just ideas I have. I would love to train for an ultra fuckathon. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. A ultra marathon, by the way, is like 50 miles. A ultra fuckathon is uh, 50 bitches. <laughs> oh, God, don't owe me. I can say bitches. I'm in it. All right, well. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I knew I'd get some pushback. I knew I'd get some pushback. I feel like I've cultivated a rep as like the nice guy of comedy, so I'm really pushing my limits. 
yeah, I, I'd ask you guys what you thought about that joke, but uh, I know the woman in here would just be like, that was so good, Vishal. That was so great. All right. Need some work. Thank you, guys. Vishal everyone. Soon to be in the Olympic Village. That's so great. That's so, you know, I just... You know what I love about feminism is finally we get to objectify men equally. And that's just so exciting. Like, yay! Your next comedian, uh, she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I love her so much. And she's part of Team Mutiny. And she's getting her big condom out right now. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sierra Hager! Hi. Uh, very sick, not COVID. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna work on telling this awful story that I have, uh, so sorry. I don't know where any of the punchlines are yet, but it's uh, the story of the worst day of my life. Okay, so uh, when I was 19, I had this one incredible night with this beautiful boy, um, and then the next day he went to art school. And I've always thought about it. He was so gorgeous, and he made me feel so gorgeous, which no one ever had before. And he was just like, I don't, it just whatever. He liked kind of chubby girls. And he was just like, your body's amazing. And I was like, what? Anyway, that was like just tips. That's a thing you can do. Um, so <laughs> uh, anyway, like, you know, 10 years passes. And I move away from the Bay Area. And I come back to the Bay Area. I get married and I get divorced. And, um, and then, uh, I, like, right when I moved back to the Bay Area, it was like sort of like mid-COVID. And I had this dream about him, and it was so weird because, like, we the Bay Area is like where we had hooked up and stuff. And I just like was like, well, weird. Like, why am I thinking about this guy from ten years ago? And then, um, and then I fucking ran into him. I like got out of my car, and he was sitting there in the park with his like puppy German Shepherd. And like, I was so enamored, I didn't even like register that only racists have those. Um, <laughs> so I got out of the car, and I was like, this is gonna be great. I'm 30. I like know how to dress now. I know how to like talk. I can like I can really fucking handle this. And that was not the case at all. And so what happened instead is I started visibly convulsing. <laughs> like middle school, like middle school just like fuck there's my crush. Like <laughs> that and um and then so, but then this is what happened, is I just walked up to him and I looked at him with this expression that said, I know who you are. And then he looked back at me with this expression that said, I've never seen you in my entire fucking life. <laughs> so of course I talked to him. And I was like, and so the thing I said, I was like, you're Dylan. And he said, hi. <laughs> Definitely not. Here's the, here's just pause, okay. I don't look like I'm 19, but I don't look like I've never been 19. Like, I, you know, like, it's conceivable that I was once 19. It's not like a different thing, go, you know what I mean? Like, it was basically this. It was this, but a little better, but just basically this. Gary remembers. <laughs> um, right? So, whatever, I went up and like, hey, you're Dylan. Uh, he's like, you're, or he didn't say you're Sierra. He said, hi. And then he was like, so remember, this is like peak COVID, and he just goes like, so how have you been? And I am shaking in my boots, and I'm like, 
just got divorced. I'm like, so good. I'm doing like so good. And he, and like, I did it so much that he like kind of was surprised. He's like, really? And I was like, I mean, whatever that means. And just like, and at this part, like I kind of just black out and I'm not really sure what happened. And then I came to, and I was saying these words. I'm so sorry. You have to excuse me. I'm a little bit nervous. I had a dream about you. <laughs> I said that right to him. He didn't know who I was, and I said I had a dream about you. Um, th 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 this isn't a joke. This is just exactly what happened, and so the joke doesn't have an end. But, um, but yeah, I think that's it for me for today. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Just so you know, Sierra, that was exactly four minutes. I didn't honk you or anything, but it was exactly four minutes, and it was beautiful and perfect, and I loved it, and I identified with the whole thing, and the punchlines are obviously all there, and I love you, and that was amazing. Yay, clap it up for Sierra, yay! I love that story. Oh, and it's still so funny. Like, I'm still laughing. I still feel the feels from it. It's your, your, your George Carlining it for me. Your next comedian... Uh, I'm, I'm excited that he's here. Uh, he's a lovely human being. Put your hands together for Luke Moore. Feel the park truck. Plans on roof. Eight mile go go beauty. Showing their Jay Lutz. Chompy, chompy, chompy. Blood, hair, teeth, bits of orange. Vinyl Bazaar. Tar paper, some gold spank. Leo Cabron. Two feet, two feet. Hey. Hey, it's good to be here. On God, it's good to be here. On Dua Lipa, it's good to be here. Yeah. You know, I had a weird day. I thought about calling my ex-girlfriend a bitch. And then I did by myself under my covers in my bed. Okay. My bedroom. Go Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Uh, yeah, you know, I got some explaining to do, you know. I am wearing this. I'm from Texas. That's why I'm wearing this big, stupid, ugly hat. <laughs> it's also why I'm big and stupid and ugly. And, <laughs> you know, not like ugly, like physically, but like, well, yeah, ugly physically, like my penis is ugly. Okay. Uh, no, let me show you. It's okay. I am from Texas. You know what? That's a good point. All P, e, all P and I are ugly. And you know what? Women, all vages, too. Don't want don't, to don't see that. It looks like it hurts. It looks like a wound. Anyways, I am from Texas. My mother is a tumbleweed. My father, a cactus. That's uh, how they met. You know, wind. Um, yeah. What, what, what else, man? What's in the news? Anything in the news? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of mumble rap, you know, I think we do got to be cautious with it because, you know, first mumble rap, then came mumble president. You know, that's what we're looking at. Now we're going to have the first mumble president. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, okay. <laughs> Israeli Tom Brady in my Mercedes. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, okay. You know what I'm saying? 
You know, I, I don't I don't hate Joe Biden though, cause yeah, he's he's kind of a mumblehead, like. But you know, I mumble too. I've been there. You know, I've I've, I've done edibles. <laughs> you know, I've I've been on edibles and been like, let me be clear. Uh, I wanna go to Pizza Hut. I wanna go to Pizza Hut. That's my that's my Joe Biden impression. Alright. I wanna I wanna go to Pizza Hut. Um, he's an old Japanese man. Uh, I wanna go to Pizza Hut. Hell yeah. Have you all seen, uh, pic- I saw a picture of Joe Biden when he was young, like in the 60s. And I get why he like smells people's hair because he probably just got away with it. You know, have you seen how handsome he, he used to be? That, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think when you're really good looking, like Joe Biden, I think it ruins you because you just become a creep because everyone's probably trying to fuck him. And he's, you know, he's, I don't know. You know, I, I give him the pass. Is all you know. He 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 smells a lot of people, and you know, I think, you know, I, I see why he got away with it for so long. What else, man? I hate cultural appropriation. I don't like it when you know, like, if someone, you know, if, if a group comes up with a saying, a word, you know, a music, don't do it. Don't wear their clothes. Don't hang out with them. Don't appreciate anything they do. You know what I mean? Like here, here's a big cultural appropriation thing. Everyone steals. People don't think about it, but the word "duh," "duh," "duh." Who came up with that? "Duh," "duh." Who came up with that? People from Kentucky. So, anytime you say "duh," you're stealing that from a Kentuckian. And I can say that because I'm a quarter Kentuckian. It's true. My grandpa was retarded. No, um, I mean from Kentucky. Sorry. Anyways, folks, you know, folks, let me be clear, you know, killing half the soldiers, that's half the battle, you know, and then killing the other half of the soldiers, that's the other half of the battle, you know, just old, old wartime proverb, you know, this, that, the other, you know, what, what not, what have you. Anyways, folks, am I being clear? Let me be clear, and by clear, I mean uh, trans, not trans. <laughs> Trans, uh, what's, it, what's it called when you're like invisible? Transparent. <laughs> Let me be clear. And by clear, I mean transparent. And by transparent, I mean naked. <laughs> and then I just pulled out my penis. It was really ugly. All right. That's, I'll do that for the next show. Thank you. Good night. Luke Moore, everyone. Yes. Yay. Well, that looks like the end of our indoor open mic. Uh, we're moving outside uh, for the outdoor comedy show where everyone's going to be distanced and everyone will have their masks on, which will be great. And please remember, no ducks. There are no ducks at Mutiny Radio. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And I have to say, no ducks. So nudge, nudge, wink, wink. No ducks, you guys. Can we all agree that this is a no duck space? Right? That I, if they can't figure it out, then I have to say, hey, you have a drink outside and you cannot have that here. And I don't want to do that. But I will ta- p- tell people that what they should do is donate to Mutiny Radio on our Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase. We're the Bert and Ernie one, which is weird, but that's us. And we're going to be doing an awesome outdoor show in a few minutes. And um, thank you so much 
for joining us at mutinyradio.fm on Happy Hour. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we're going to have more comedians, and I'm very, very excited about it. We've got Noam Osmond, Matthew Quirk, Josh Kahn, Joey Avery. I believe Luke Moore is also on this show. I have to put that on the side. I can never remember who I book because I'm very laissez-faire about my Friday show. But I am not laissez-faire about my other two shows right now. There is a mutiny radio show at Asiento. On 11-11, we've got Irene 2 headlining. I'm very excited about that. Asiento, a block from Mutiny Radio. Dinner and a show. Reserve your table for free. Eat delicious tapas and enjoy amazing comedy. Every Wednesday at Asiento and their beautiful parklet. Bring a blanket. It's getting cold, friends. But, you know, we have another outdoor comedy show that Mutiny Radio is putting on. It's starting Saturday, the 14th of, of November. And it's at New Harmony Cafe. They have a beautiful parklet on 20th and Mission. And there's going to be, it's jitters and titters, bitches. Uh, hey, everybody, get coffee and delicious breakfast sandwiches and listen to hilarious comedy out on the corner in a beautiful parklet at 20th and Mission. Be cool. Have a fun time. Go to that. And then also here on Friday nights, we do it at 7 o'clock outside. Everybody's socially distanced. So we're going to be adding more venues and right now you're going to listen to all of our commercials because, yay, commercials, Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much for supporting us at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Tebow of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? 
Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passers? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at AnalogSubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
mutinyradio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, 
expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, all right. We're going to be back here. I'm going to run back around. Here we go. Yay! It's time for comedy here at Mutiny Radio on a Friday. All socially distanced, all wearing masks. Mask, mask. If you're not smoking a cigarette and you don't have to be, you got to wear a mask. It's one of the rules. Put your mask on. Come on, kids. Put your mask on. Gotta, we got to all be safe. Uh, hey, neighbor, mask on. Yeah. And and if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, no ducks, dude. you got to figure out a way to make it not look like a duck. No ducks. No ducks. That's how it works here. Uh, we don't uh, – and, and it's so funny. Usually I, I hate comedians. I apologize. Like not, not only are not all the comedians here who are supposedly on the bill, the people aren't here either. So it's fine. It's fine. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. I'm in the doorway. I'm six feet apart from you. We're all six feet apart. Hi. Yeah. No, made it. He finally made it. No, it's not finally. I mean, it's a seven o'clock show, but it's it's fine. It's fine. But sit. Take a seat. Chill out. Quacks. Ducks. No ducks. Do you understand what I'm saying? What looks like a duck and quacks like a duck? If you don't understand, like, ducks. Neuer. Neuer. Get your ducks. Get your ducks out of the street, bro. No ducks, no ducks, no ducks, no ducks. Like, come on. Does anybody enjoy going to the dentist? Does anyone, I'm just wondering, does anyone enjoy going to the dentist? Do any of you enjoy, do any of you enjoy going to the dentist? Everyone's shaking their head no. You, I kind of like it too, bro. Here's the thing. Every time I go to the dentist, I went yesterday, I learn life lessons. And what did I learn yesterday? I learned, one, I can keep my mouth open a long time without complaining. Two, I can deal with way more pain than I thought I could. Three, I kind of enjoy a man's fingers in my mouth. <laughs> Do you know how awkward it is to ask Dr. Kyle to pull your hair? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I am trying to make this dentist appointment really happen for me. <laughs> I'm excited about fingers in my mouth. That's clean. <laughs> as long as your fingers are clean. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have, like, unless they're, like, covered in chocolate. I'm fine with that. How about this? What did I learn from COVID? No more chocolate fountains. <laughs> no more. There's never going to be any chocolate fountains at a wedding, at a bar mitzvah, at an, any kind of party. No more marshmallows and chocolate fountain. 
gonna have to have clandestine chocolate. Nobody, <laughs> nobody likes marshmallows as much as me. That's fine. I do enjoy a, mar a good marshmallow. I really enjoy it when people are like actually marshmallows like when on the outside they have like a they have like a crunchy chocolate exterior but then you get on the inside and they're all like mushy and gushy and you're like yeah let's write poems about each other what <laughs> has anyone ever had a poem written about them you have of course you have, Debbie. You and no, no, yay! You've had a poem written about you. Of course you have. Of course you have. Have you ever had a poem written about you, Cancer? A poem? No. No one's ever written a poem about you. I can't even believe that. Like, mm. Brady, someone's written a poem about you, haven't they? A chapter. A chapter. Okay, now this is even better. A like in a fiction book, an entire chapter. Mmm. I just be uh, want to be on the blurb of some the back of someone's book and be like, I read their book and it was kind of okay. Pam Benjamin. <laughs> That's what I want. You respect my opinion enough to put it on the back of your book. A long time ago, I published one of my books, and uh, the blurb on the back was actually a quote from my dad, and it was, I read the whole book and actually liked it. Pam's dad. <laughs> that was the blurb on the back of my book. And he's he's a Trump supporter. He's a racist. It's so funny. No, is it? No, my ex-husband was black. It was so funny because like I got married and my family pretended to be okay with it, but my grandma was like, I ain't going to that marriage. And then when I left him, she was like, well, I knew that was gonna happen. And then she gave me a car because <laughs> she's so racist. <laughs> she was like, I knew it would never last. It's just when people grew up, you know. I'm an accidental racist. I was steeped. I'm also a misogynist. I was steeped in, like, misogyny and racism. I don't even know how I'm a socialist. It's so weird. Call me pinko liberal. Benjamin. Going to the dentist being excited. Today I'm dressed like, um, uh, Rainbow Bright's stepmom. You're not old enough. Do you know who Rainbow Bright is? You do? Okay, good. So it just wasn't funny. Do you know who Bjork do you do you know who Bjork is? Oh shit. See, that's the other thing, is that I the only impression I can do is of Bjork, but like nobody under 35 knows who Bjork is. So it's like the dumbest impression. But I did. Well, I mean, you're a musician, so like you have taste and style. And Bjork is like, I mean. Not just the swan in, you know, 1999, but she's, she's the dancer in the dark. That was a really hard movie to watch. Anyway, I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist. And I looked up at her and I was like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down at me and she said, Yarivitras is made of clouds. And the powder bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let Powitz lie to you. And I was like, Bjork, no one knows who you are anymore. Why are you in my head? Okay, cool. It's the only impression I can do. Actually, I can do a quick impression of David Dominguez. He's like, I'm David Dominguez. I'm Mexican, not practicing, 
any new jokes. <laughs> so, so what I just did though is I did David Dominguez as Josh Kahn. Like I like double stole things because I'm not original enough to come up with things by myself. Yay! Oh, I, I mean, what do you want me to do? Oh, oh, <laughs> no, um, I, I would like. No, I can do. I mean, there are, there are. People, I mean, I can do impressions. I could do, uh, I can do Mark Neuer's jokes. I can be like, love or hate, love or hate. <laughs> you know what I hate? What? <laughs> Vegans. <laughs> Impossible pussy. You know what? You know what? You know what? Vegans. You know what? Vegans have on their hate list? Mark Neuer. <laughs> oh, I listen. I'm paying. I ain't so poor. I can't pay attention. Impossible pussy. That's called. That's called uh, a flashlight, and then we've already gone over that. <laughs> we haven't. It's fine. I I you know I've been really lonely and I masturbate a lot and I thought that my um, neighbors were having sex in the other room, uh, in the other apartment building or whatever. But really, it was just my cats play fighting in the other room. Surprisingly easy to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I love my cats. All right, we're gonna get this started. Uh, Noam, you're you're first on the list with your songs and stuff. Do I need a where where'd Noam go? There he is. Oh, he's hiding in the neighbors. Do you um here? Let me set this all up for you. I'm gonna put a condom on the mic because I assume that no one brought their own condoms and this stuff. And Your first comedian of the night, he's a songster. We have two songsters on the show tonight, which is super exciting. And he has like a tiny guitar, and it's going to be super fun, and I'm super excited. Okay, also for the comedians, notice how I didn't use any F-bombs. Yay. That's because there's like children that live around here, and it like gets all in their rooms, and we're just like, I mean, I know they have Netflix, but we're trying to be cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, <sighs> yay. Thanks, neighborhood. Thank you. You first, Comedian of the Night, put your hands together, everybody. For Noam Osband, yay! You have a, you have a thingy? Um, I am Noam Osband. I'll, uh, I'll sing for you a couple songs. Um, first one's a song of moral compromise. I'll sing you a couple songs of moral compromise. Why not? That'll be the theme. Who here is a pet owner? Who here is a pet owner? Fantastic, fantastic. I have uh, uh, partnered with a, a lovely partner who was a pet owner when I got there, and so now I am a pet owner. Pet ownership introduces a lot of moral ambiguity, does it not? Everybody says their pet loves them, right? Everybody says their pet loves them. I picture some other universe where humans are pets, and every time that Martian owner comes home, the human just comes like running towards them because they're home bored all day, are they not? I say this to somebody who sleeps naked with my dog, so it's not as if I don't love the dog. I just think it's, it's, it's dicey. And I wrote a song about the, uh, the moral ambiguities of pet ownership. And my dog love each other deeply, but 
occasionally he and me disagree you see because he likes frozen pig ears and eating kibbles and bits well i've tried them both you can take my word when i say they taste like you can get the rhyme but imagine my surprise when i found out we disagree oh we do not see eye to eye on things politically oh Linus you got such cute brown eyes and the world's softest fur and a burning conviction that abortion is murder because he's Linus the pro-life dog cares about the unborn puppy and child lord knows his politics don't match mine but i just love my cute conservative canine so now i drop him off at protests and pick him up after dark i don't agree with what the pooch is doing but the pup can't drive or park but at least he ain't mean don't snarl nor scream or raise a hateful claw instead he stares ladies in the eyes with compassion understanding and an outstretched paw because he's light it's the pro-life dog cares about the unborn puppy and child lord knows his politics they don't match mine but I just love my cute conservative canine. By now you're probably asking yourself, no, I'm. How do you know his views? Well, it's easy, it's certain, perfectly clear. It's cause each night we snuggle up and watch the news. He shakes his stubby tail with glee when new restrictive measures get made and then he bares his teeth and barks at the sound of Roe v. Wade. Linus, what an oddly intelligent dog, able not just to listen to the Natla news, but to create informed political opinions based upon what he sees. And yet Linus, what an oddly unintelligent dog. Childbirth and pregnancy are two of the most dangerous medical conditions a woman might experience in her lifetime. And who are we to say she shouldn't have full autonomy over her body? Oh, Linus. Oh, we don't pick our pooches, no. Our puppies steal our hearts. And we'll learn to love him unconditionally. Well, almost every part. Oh, Linus, I'll never understand why you gotta chew on shoes and why you dedicate your doggone life to denying his right to choose because he's Linus, the pro-life dog, cares about the unborn puppy and child. 
Lord knows his politics, they don't match mine. But I just love my Q conservative K9. Thank you. Thank you so much. Animals. We'll do three songs about animals and moral compromise. Who here is a meat eater? Yes, yes. Who here is a vegetarian? Respect. Who here wishes they could be a vegetarian but loves the taste of meat? Yes, it's hard. It's hard. Is it not? Is it not? It's so hard, and um, we're going we're gonna to go extinct unless we change things. But it seems so hard. How can we change things? We need to teach people that anybody can be a vegetarian, that anybody can find it within themselves to resist the allure of meat by choosing a role model that surely almost everybody assumes they're better than. Vegetarian committed acts of genocide, but guess where you never found him? Eating greasy chicken fried. Oh, Adolf the vegetarian, he did a lot of bad things, but eating hamburgers was not one of his sins because he master race but never put a pork chop near his face crimes against humanity but at least he never hate a blt so it's true hitler really was a vegetarian uh here are true hitler vegetarian facts you can find these things on wikipedia i am not making these up hitler would at meal times look around the table and he would say to people, how could you possibly eat meat? I grew up near a slaughterhouse, and if you've ever seen that, you would never eat meat. Man, what a horrible dinner guest Hitler must have been. Can you imagine? You've had a whole day full of planning genocide, a whole day just waist deep in train timetables, and all you want to do is kick back with a pilsner and a bratwurst, and this guy at the front of the table won't shut up. I bet Hitler mansplained at the table a lot. He was, if nothing else, verbose. Uh, here's another true Hitler fact, another true Hitler fact. He would, uh, at movies, he was an avid movie watcher. And if he uh, saw a scene of animal violence, this is you can find this on a BBC News article, he would turn away from the screen and somebody would have to tell him when it was over so he could keep watching the movie. The man conquers most of continental Europe. Slaughters, as we've established, millions of innocent civilians and couldn't make it through a complete screening of Bambi. Now, Adolf the Vegetarian, a little like you and me. When it comes to factory farming, we share similar ideologies. Oh, Adolf the Vegetarian, trying to live a good life too if you pose animal cruelty there's a little bit of hitler in you because he believed in the master race but never put a chicken nugget on his plate crimes against humanity 
but at least he never ate at KFC. Now ate off the vegetarian. Oh, he couldn't pull the vegan act. Everybody knows Adolf loved his omelets, a well-known historical fact. That's actually not true. But he only killed one species when he could have been a multi-species killer. Because if you eat beef and you eat chicken, you're twice the species killer than Hitler. Because he believed in the master race but never put a chicken nugget on his plate. Crimes against humanity, but at least he never ate a manatee. Ate off the vegetarian. Thank you so much. Uh, I am Noam Osband. You probably can't spell that, but if you could, what a gold star I would give you. Thank you so much. Have a, have a lovely weekend. No husband, yay! Vegetarians, yay! No, that's cool. Uh, I used to be, I was a vegetarian. You guys, I was a vegetarian for 13 years. I've never been a vegan. But I've been thinking about vegans a lot lately, and I've been thinking about how they're hypocrites. Because they eat bread. Do you know any vegans that eat bread? And you're looking at me like, what do you mean? I bake bread all the time. See, what I do is I take yeast and it's in a dormant state and I put it into like milk and I feed it and I make it alive and I make it do my bidding and then I put in other ingredients and then it poops and farts and it like makes my bread rise. And then I heat up the oven to ridiculous degrees and I murder entire cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. It is some Nazi shit. I can't believe that vegans eat bread. They're murdering entire cultures. Your next comedian, he, hopefully someday, when he murders entire cultures, it's like with his comedy because he has, a, he has an amazing um, record out that you can buy on iTunes. There's uh, four comedians on it. And he's an amazing human being. He's super, super funny. And um, I'm so happy that he's here. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together, everyone, for Joey Avery. Yay! Oh, shit. How are we doing tonight, Sidewalk? We feeling good? What's going on? I was literally just looking at my phone, and I just saw Biden just won. Are you kidding me? It happened. It happened. No, I made it up. I'm lying. We're going to count forever. We will count forever. It will never happen. We're going to count forever. What the fuck? I feel like I've learned so many things this week. The main thing that I've learned is that counting is hard. I didn't know that was, I feel like that was in the bag. I remember when I was a young boy, three, four years old, one of my main hobbies was counting shit, and I was good at it at that age. What's going on? Nevada can't figure this out? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand. Florida's had this done for two days. I didn't know Florida was a hotbed of arithmetic talent. Do they, are they better at counting in Florida? That goes against everything that I thought I knew about Florida. I didn't think that was going to be the math zone. 
this year. What the fuck is that? I. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I said frigate, young boy. I said. I said fr I will probably swear again. I will try not to. No, I'll, no, I won't. I won't. I won't. I'll be very good. I. It's a weird time. It's a very weird time. Trump. Trump's out here being like. It doesn't count. It's all fraud. The rules have been broken. And like at first I was like, that's that's horrible. What is he doing to democracy? And like, how could he behave that way? And then I remembered how I behave during every drinking game I've ever played. And I was like, that makes sense. If I lose at a game of beer pong, I'm like, elbows, come on, what? That doesn't count. These are against the rules. You're cheating. And he's just petty. Like, it's okay. Like, that's, that's what we all do. It's a very weird time. I, uh, I mean, I'm obviously I voted for Trump. I, um, uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know as a white guy, everyone's like, he means it. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. It's just a fun joke. It's weird times. I had to, so I used to live in San Francisco. I had to leave a very interesting situation upon which I had to leave. I, um, I lived here and I had this unfortunate situation with my girlfriend and I, we lived across the way from uh, a neighbor who had a great many habits. This neighbor, he liked to do a few different things. One of the things that he liked to do was meth. And uh, that <laughs> made things a little tough. He, he had a few hobbies. One was meth, the other was breaking into our apartment. Uh, and the third was having a felony drug warrant out for his arrest. So he was an interesting guy, busy fellow. It made it very difficult for me because like he would break into our house and once the, he was squatting, he was across the way, he wasn't paying rent and he was squatting. And once the landlords told him he was squatting, he started coming over to our place and saying, you're squatting, which put me in a very tough spot. It's, it's hard to have a good comeback to that. I can't be like, no, you're squatting. Now I'm a sixth grader. That's not a good comeback. So I would try to do things and be like, oh, yeah, like, no, actually, we have a ledger. I've been p paying the landlord, and you can check it out with this property manager. And I, it was a failure. I can't do that. I needed to beat him at his own game. I was trying to play things my ways. I had to, I should have just kicked down his door and shit on the floor and been like, the CIA's listening. You got to... You got to out-meth the meth guy. That's the only way to do it. It doesn't work, but I feel bad. I took an L to a meth head. Do you know how much that insults my intelligence? It's, I, I think the main thing that I've learned from all this is, like, I think I want to try meth. It seems like the look. Like, I'm pretty sure irrational confidence can get you wherever you want in this country. Like... As long as we're speaking about this, Trump is still president. He doesn't know things. He just says shit. You know, DJ Khaled is one of the most famous musicians that exists. He's not good. He literally just says, we the best. He's a pedestrian celebrity at best. That's it. But people will just be like, I heard he was the best. And then it works. Like, irrational confidence is all you need in this country. I'm gonna try meth. I think it's good. I, I don't. I don't think we need other supplements. Like GNC should stop selling creatine. Just sell meth. Like that's what we should try. Nike's new slogan should be just, just fucking do it, man. 
Sorry. Sorry? Just freaking do it, young boy, who has a bright, <laughs> shining, what? <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that. It's just an odd interaction to just be on stage and someone just goes, ah, Joey Avery. <laughs> yes, that is me. You're like the doctor who birthed me. The, ah, Joey Avery. Here he is, the young boy. Small penis for this age, but I'm sure it'll grow into it. What is this? I feel like I'm eating a comedy sandwich. This is very weird. This is wild. I mean, it's good to be back. I used to come here every Monday. I would, new joke workshop guy. I would come here. I'd work it out. Now I live at my parents' house. Damn it! All right. I told you the story that led to that. A little meth head action will get you out of the city pretty quick. I live at my parents now, uh, which rapidly approaching 30 with a girlfriend is a vibe. That is a wild move. I was like, yo, I'm going to save some money. I'm going to save some rent money. And then immediately I was like, oh, I need to buy my girlfriend therapy and an engagement ring. I'm losing money on this. Thought I would be saving it. You can't just... Can't just bring him back to mom and dad and be like, yeah, let's just let's just do this for a while. It's like now she has the entire fucking neuro freaking neuroses of my family. What? Come on. My mom is ins an insane person to live with. I don't know how to describe this to you. I, I promise you this. Is, I've never said this is not a joke. I'm just like, I, I don't know how to tell you what it's like living with my mom. My mom is 70 years old, and she has a lower percentage of body fat than anyone in this audience. Do you know how annoying that is? To live with an elderly woman who comes downstairs and is just like, so we're just going to eat bread this morning? Is that what we're doing? We're just, oh, you got drunk last night. You couldn't wake up? I'm like, lady, what is going on? It's hard. I have this weird, like, dueling thing living in my mind where my mom is obsessed with working out and my dad hates my mom. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's like, I'm just, he's like, I'm going to, my dad is like, he doesn't know it, but he's exemplifying YOLO lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, he's too old to know that, but he's just like, your mom's a, a nice woman. I don't know, these kids. He's just basically like hates her so much he refuses to eat vegetables. Like that's <laughs> the point that my parents are at. My dad hates my mom so much he won't eat vegetables. So I have both these people in my mind. My dad's like, you only live once. Go out, party, live it up, get hammered. And my mom's like, you better work out the next day. So I've had a lot of very hungover workouts. Like I've had a few of those experiences where I'm like, I don't know why I'm puking. Is that because I drank or because I'm running too much? I don't know what's going on. It's a very weird situation. I think this year's going well, though. I think I think that 2020 is a banger. <laughs> I think uh, I think that uh, the the election went well. And I'm uh, pleased to report that the president seems to be prepared to graciously vacate his seat when it happens. And shit! All right, we're going to figure it out. I th <laughs> things are getting a little weird.
I'm trying to focus on the positive sides of this year. I don't know that there are that many. I do think it's the best year to ever bail on a party. You know, like, if someone I like is like, hey, I'm having people over, I'm like, don't take pictures. I'll be there, you know? If someone I don't like is like, this is important to me, I'm like, why would you have a wedding right now, you murderer? What is wrong with you? I'm not coming to your wedding, you super spreader. I'm going to go to the beach with the friends of mine that I actually like. That's what I'm going to do, and we will wear masks at the beginning of the event. We will, <laughs> we will wear masks at the start. I feel like that's what happens every event. I'm like, you show up and you're like mask, you're like elbow bump, and then like two hours later you have a few drinks. You're like, ah, I love you. Let's make out. I don't. What are we doing? Come on, I'm a cool guy. I don't have it. I don't have it. What are we doing? You know I don't have it. We got this. Give me a kiss. That's what happens. This is just the year of us being hypocrites. It really is the year of. Finding out what everyone's priorities are. You know? Like, everyone has a shit where they're like, I can't believe people are doing that. And then, like, I think I'm just going to take this risk. You know? Like, I'm like, comedy shows need to exist. But the second they're like, we should open up gyms, I'm like, don't do that. It will make me feel guilty. I don't want to go. I would much rather be like, I'm sorry. The gym was closed for eight months. Sorry for gaining weight. Not a freaking Olympian. That was actually a good job by me. I caught that one. Thank you. This is wild. Do you, I, 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 I should get out of here soon. I should. But before we... I can go as long as I want forever. That's it. 40 minutes in. Everyone's waiting for their set. I'm like, do you think the legs of chairs are weird? Because I have nothing else to talk about. I mean, listen, I am drunk. I'm just going to say that. Uh, I Do you think Trump's going to go out? What do we think is going to happen with that? He seems like he doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, he seems, a, he seems a little uncomfortable right now. Is anyone else sensing that? Is anyone else? He's like, the mail is fake. I'm like, bro, that's a wild one. The mail is fake? I mean, what's going to – is anyone worried for the next three months? Because at first I was like, Biden's got this. And then I was like, how is he going to react to that? You know? It's a little bit like mommy hitting daddy at the dinner table. It's like, wow, she finally hit him. Uh-oh, it's his turn. You know, <laughs> like what? what's going to happen from here on out? He's not like his whole thing is like, I just – I win. I win no matter what. He's freaking out. I don't know what – I know what's going to happen, and, and to be honest with you, as a Trump supporter, I you know, I <laughs> Walmart's not selling guns. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to. <laughs> Who am I? All right. Uh, this is going to get dark, but I just I, I don't have anything else I want to talk about except for the fact that this is wild. I mean, like, listen, I will tell you this as a as a white dude. As a white dude, I don't like when people like me get uncomfortable because we resort to some wild measures. <laughs> I'm just saying, every time someone declares war on a school, they look like me.
You know what I mean? Like, I don't want a bunch of people looking like me being like, oh, this is unfair. Because when, when people who look like me feel like shit's unfair, stuff gets wild. And I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little... I think we'll be good. I think we'll be good. We have a very strong democracy, and it's the, under the steady hand of our stern leader, who's very... All right. Uh, this is, we'll be okay. We need to be positive. We have to, we have to find a way to stay positive, because we are making the children sad. And, and we can't do that anymore. Everything I hear is like, this is the most depressed, saddest generation of all time, and then I open up TikTok and they're all just dancing. I'm like, I think, I think they're fine. I think the kids are gonna be okay. And then I listen to Gen Z rap, I'm like, they're very sad. Something is wrong with the children. All Gen Z rap is just like, I just popped a zanny and I wanna kill myself. I'm like, Jesus. Whatever happened to good, confident hip hop about killing other people? Like that's. A better message. I'm sorry. 50 Cent believed in himself, okay? He got shot. He wasn't going to give up. He was going to get rich or die trying. <laughs> he wasn't going to try dying. That's a better message. And that's what we need to leave the children with. And that is my time. Y'all have a great night. Enjoy it. Joey Avery, go buy his... Um, where can they buy your album? It's on iTunes. It's everywhere. If you look up Joey Avery on iTunes, you can buy his amazing album. Hi. Hi, Shelby. It's really lovely to see you. I like that you're wearing a parka. You're totally ready for this inclement weather. It's so funny because this was the one week where I was like, oh, I got the parking space and I'm all set up. And it's like, everyone says it's too cold <laughs> to listen to comedy. Not Christina, she's a champion. She's like, yeah. Oh, feel better, feel better, not COVID. Not COVID, just a regular cold. Just a regular cold over there. Not COVID, hi, Joanna, oh my God, oh my God. This is amazing. All right, so your next comedian, he plays guitar, but he doesn't always play guitar, but he's awesome and amazing. It's so funny, because there's a lot of people inside chilling out and, uh, you can take chairs. I've got, bl I mean, I guess I should bring out blankets. Anyway, your next comedian, he's such a lovely joy and wonderment to the comedy community, even though he's banned on Facebook. Put your hands together for Josh Kahn. Happy post-erection weekend, everybody. How are we all feeling tonight? Is everybody out there, is their genitals or popsicles like mine? They've gone up inside you or they already were? Good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. So we're transitioning from having a president who uh, we're scared of having the launch codes to a president that forgot where he put the launch codes. I'm a little scared about Kamala, man. She really just seems like Condoleezza with nicer hair extensions. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? What? Condoleezza with a better weave. Nobody feels this way that I do? Okay. I'm going to explain to you my political views really simply right now. You guys know what acronyms are. Am I correct? Acronyms? Like, what does FBI stand for? Shout it out. Nobody knows what FBI. You guys are just non-participatory. That's fine. All right. 
You guys know what acronyms are. It's when all the letters and some shit spell out some shit and they all mean something. I actually wrote a song about how the letters in vote mean something. And this is what voting means to me, okay? Yeah, you're right. Shush. V is for the very old white guy. O is for his open overt lies. T stands for tabulations taking place across the nation. E just stands for everyone that hopes that their side's racist one. And V is victory for he who's best. Oh, obviously I voted for Kanye West. T stands for Trump and Pence. E stands for everyone so tense that Joe will win and then forget the names of all his cabinet. And V stands for the very wealthy class. Oh, old Joe said Bernie voters can kiss my ass. T stands for tax the rich. E stands for everyone. Don't bitch these votes were made for counting votes. They were made to count your votes. They were made for counting you. Thank you, thank you. It's okay for me to make fun of Joe Biden. That's called punching up, you know? The guy, he's above me, so I can say stuff like he can't remember, you know, what color socks he put on, because that's punching up. Punching down is like, Punching down, you know what I think is punching down is those cat, those cat videos where they put a cucumber next to the cat, and the cat doesn't see it, and then he turns around, and he jumps. Have you guys seen those videos? I feel like that's really mean. The cat can't help it. All right, I tried that. It was good. I am just so freezing. I can't think of anything right now. God bless you guys for being here right now and listening to my silly, silly songs. Uh, let's do let's do an impression. Let's do an impression. Okay, here we go. We're gonna do. Uh, in honor of the late Sean Connery, okay? Here's, uh, this is my impression of Sean Connery singing uh, the band Oasis. All right, you guys know the band Oasis? This is Sean Connery playing Oasis. How many special people change? How many lives are living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Slowly walking down the hall. Faster than a cannonball. Where were you while we were getting high? Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide in a champagne supernova, a champagne supernova in the sky. Rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Monopenny. <laughs> I'll take the rapist. Sorry. Like nobody got the reference. Like what? Oh my god. More impressions. More impressions. This is my impression if Bane worked at a Korean restaurant, okay? Hello, welcome to Soul of Gotham Restaurant. I am Bane. I will be your server today. I will liberate you from your hunger. We have some specials. A sizzling hot pot that has brought Gotham to its knees. No? Bane, Tom Hardy's Bane. Here's my impression of uh, 
This is Christopher Walken if he was only going to sing Thin Lizzy. Guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed boys who've been away. <laughs> Haven't got a lot to say. If the boys want to fight, you're going to let them. The boys are back in town again. I said the boys are back in town. I'm going to stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> I'm just having fun up here, you guys. Thank you for listening to me. What do you guys want to talk about? Hey, peanut gallery over there, how do I engage you? It's funny because engaging looks like talking to each other and not paying attention to me, and that's why I came here tonight, is I, I just want your attention, not Jack's. Jack scares me. Every time the Jack Ferguson walks up, I'm like, oh, we're getting rolled on by the cops. <laughs> He's got cop face. Jack's got cop face. That's right. Jack, what do you do for a living, Jack? What do you do for work? You're, well, I'm sorry? You sell solar panels. That's right. And are you, so, and you are working right now, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Jack is gonna bring you the sun, bring you the sun before it's begun. You're gonna get a cheaper power bill, and then Jack's gonna come over and go in your bathroom and take your pills. That's Jack. He looks like a cop, and he tell you he's confiscating your drugs. But then you figure out later on he was never a cop. And I shouldn't have let him handcuff me and do special things to me, but I think I really enjoyed it pretty much. He was very sweet and tender to me. Yeah, that's Jack. That's Jack Ferguson. Give it up for Jack Ferguson. That's, that was unexpected. Oh my gosh, two minutes! Thank you guys uh, so much for being here. See, once I open the floodgates, if I then like take a breath and like everyone's like, do you want to do a song about me? You know, like, do you want to do a song about me? Hey, hey, my life's interesting. Do you want to do a song about me? Hey, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Moldy Peach has got a song about me. Huh? Uh, do you want to write a song about me too? No, I'm not going to write a song about you. You know why? Because you're attra attractive and well-off. Like, there's nothing interesting going on in your life. Like, Johnny Cash is like, my brother died. Ray Charles like, I'm blind. I'm like, what's the Shelby song is going to be about? Like, I'm perfect and beautiful. No problems in my life. That's what you get from being white. And have your parents ATM card. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's, okay, it's not a bad song. I'm just not going to listen to the whole album through it. That was a lot of that was a lot of assumptions, which in this case only made an ass out of you, not me, because I have the guitar on the mic. That's how that that's how that works. I don't know what was happening. She gave me the light a while ago. I better I better wrap this up. What can I do to wrap it up now? Okay, we'll play a actual song to wrap things up. Which one's it gonna be? Which one's I feel like if the Beatles were alive, they'd be really against the death penalty, you know? They'd be like, you say you want electrocution, well, you know, we're gonna have to shave your head. Making sure the sponge is wet. Thanksgiving is coming up. You guys know what Led Zeppelin's favorite part of Thanksgiving is? The gravy, 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 gravy. 
You need gravy! Sorry. I still can't think of what to do to get out of here. I might just get it. In. I'll, do, I'll do a quick song. I saw this commercial the other day, and it was like showing all these really nice houses and stuff, um, and I couldn't figure out what it was for, and the commercial had this like ACDC song over it. It went like this. If you are sick of your roommates and your girlfriends on your case and you wanna get some time away but you don't wanna find a new place Pick up your phone, say leave me alone I got an app for that Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go I found a two-room flat on Airbnb, I catch a flight, BNB, and I spend the night, BNB, and I drop a load, BNB, in the top of the commode. When you take a dump in the top of the commode and then they flush it, that's called an upper decker. Anyway, I've been Josh Kahn. Uh, please donate to me any radio, either in the jar here or on their GoFundMe online. Help pitch in and keep free speech alive in the mission. Give it up for your lovely and talented host of the beautiful Pam Benjamin, everybody. Yay. Josh Kahn, everyone. Talented songster, amazing human being, parody genius, we might say. Your next comedian is the most political of political comedians, so no one knows who's one right now, but he's got an opinion, and it's better than yours because he actually, like, thinks and pays attention. He has critical thought, and he's really funny. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Pam. I am better than these people. That's totally true. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, you with your Hitler song, you reminded me that they make a lot of comparisons about Trump and Hitler. And I think maybe you could add a few of these to your song. So, uh, you know, he was a vegetarian. He also served in the military, making him better than Trump. Uh, he also had a dog. Uh, and he could draw. He had all these skills. He also had a, a, a pro-life dog, as you know. Hitler had a pro-life dog. Uh, yeah, being all my ass, uh, ass deep in political stuff, when uh, Joey Avery did that thing about like, no, you're a squatter. Oh, I, no, I feel like a six-year-old. It was amazing because to me it felt presidential. Yeah. <laughs> I, I nailed that one. Uh, anyway, so, uh, I don't know how I'm going to, maybe I'll fit it in later, but, uh, one of the new jokes had, you guys know who Amy Comey Barrett is, the new Supreme Court justice? I used to call her, uh, Amy Constant Bullshit, but now I have a new name for her, Amy Grin and Barrett. Thank you. That took like two weeks. So I don't know, uh, a lot of stuff A lot of stuff happens in a week, guys. A lot of stuff happens. So let me update you on a few things. Uh, first of all, uh, apparently the Pentagon lost $21 trillion recently. $21 trillion. 
uh, how much fucking money do you have to have to lose $21 trillion? I mean, that seems like if that's your change in your... Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, I, that maybe think that maybe they're just like, is this what they mean by defund? Like why we should defund the military because they can lose $21 trillion? Uh, I did a little math. That's uh, seventeen billion five hundred million twelve hundred dollar stimulus checks. Wow. In case anyone was wondering how we pay for stuff, like yeah, anyway, I'm sure it all went to a good cause. Let's move on from that. Uh, so apparently, uh, the U.S. told the Ivory Coast to respect the democratic process because they were having a uh, unfair election. And uh, I, I fixed that title. The Ivory Coast told the United States to respect the democratic process and its election there. I fixed it. Uh, am I the only one who's really weirded out that half the country voted for the coronavirus? Anyway, during this recount, Trump uh, says that he wanted to stop all voting. That's, I'll just say it again. Trump wants to stop all voting. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, Arizona appro approved Prop 207, legalizing marijuana in Arizona. Yeah, that's a little, it's a bit 1990 late for me, though. <laughs> but uh, I was around when they did medical back in the day. Anyway, apparently uh, Mary Jane uh, is the most popular thing in the United States right now. Uh, I think mar marijuana took Pennsylvania, actually. They declared for... Ahem. Uh, apparently, the postmaster general could face jail time and disputed in, in a dispute with a federal judge. I, for one, say lock him up. Lock him up. Nobody remembers that. Okay, cool. Uh, Trump has been banned from tweet from spreading misinformation about the elite. Yeah, he's been banned from tweet. Uh, I don't know. They should just call that his concession tweet. Thank you. Fair enough. That's about as good as I'm going to get from that joke. I do all my shit on Facebook for all the people who follow me. You know that already. This might be old for people, but Newt Gingrich uh, is claiming that they should arrest all the electors in certain states for breaking the law. Yes, he's putting out another contract on America. Is that too old for everyone? Contract on a heat. That was the thing he did in the 80s. I swear he did. Anyway, it does look like Joe Biden's going to be the next president. It does. And uh, he has all these things on his agenda for the first day, all these like executive orders he's going to overturn, all these Trump policies. Gonna he's got so much on his agenda for the first day. The only thing on his agenda for the second day is to take a nap. You see, he's old. He's the oldest, oldest president. Oldest president. Anyway, guys, uh, how's COVID been for everybody here, huh? Yeah, it's been shitty for me too. I, I uh, apparently I'm an essential worker, 
and you guys are all losers. So I didn't get a nice COVID vacation like everybody else. I had to be important and everything. Anyway, I brought me on mic for COVID, but I, I really don't know why I'm so worried about COVID. Uh, I mean, I'm already in my 50s. I've already had the best years of my life. COVID's your problem. Enjoy. Apparently due to global climate change, uh, chocolate will be extinct in about 43 more years. In which case I'll be in my late 80s and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that whole situation. That was a stop sign, buddy. Someone's got to enforce the rules around here. Anyway, COVID has been hard on me. It caused me to miss an anniversary. Miss my anniversary. It was the third anniversary of my transition. Hold your applause. Third anniversary of my transition from an apartment to a van. My vanzition, if you will. The third vaniversary of my vanzition for everyone playing along at home. Anyway, uh, everyone's like, hey, that's great living in your van. It must be cool breathing all that free air. Wasting all your free time, no longer living under the yoke of a landlord, and it is. But uh, when I was parking, you know, pulling into a parking spot, I actually backed into someone else's, I don't know, summer home. I don't know how you houses live. Luckily, I have car and home insurance all bundled up into one. It's just one of my scams. Uh, I recently came across a, uh, a parking ticket on my house, another one, making my rent in San Francisco over the past three years $625. Yeah, who's the idiot now? It's great living out there in your van, but let me van-splain some things to you guys, okay? I did expect to get a lot more pussy in the murder van. I mean, what's up, ladies? I own my own home in San Francisco. That's gotta be worth something. Anyway, I know what you gold diggers are thinking. What neighborhood? What neighborhood? Anyone I want. That's what neighborhood. Anyway, some of you guys should be taking notes. You look like you're about one paycheck away from parked next to me in your van where you gotta learn life skills like how to dump your piss bucket and blame it on other more obviously homeless looking people than you are. Yeah. All right, housies, enjoy the rest of the show. I'm double parked. And I gotta roll. There it goes. Hey. Hi. Oh. Um, hi, everybody. We have a couple comedians left, and that's very exciting. <laughs> I got confused. I was going to say something after your whole thing about whatever. Cool. Hi, Brady. Who is it? It's going to be actually, where did, 
it's was it was Debbie were you going but I thought I was I'm so confused right now No, I mean, I'm fine. It's fine. No, no, no. I just don't remember who I was going to put up, but then I don't. And then, oh, it's Joanna Bateman. It's because she's, like, hanging out. Like, what are you doing? No, that's Joanna Bateman going into the potty. No, that's Shelby. No, Joanna Bateman's here. I'm so confused. I'm sorry. Shelby looks just like you. Like, it was so weird. Like, I thought that she, you have the same 